Not recording. Yeah, we're good. So, 432 of to the show. How's it going? How's it going, guys? For today's episode, we have our wonderful, beautiful guest. Go ahead and let the world know who you are and what you do. Hi, everybody. I'm Lorna McKenna. Um, I guess if we're going to go by titles, I'm a mindset and empowerment coach and also a podcast host um, based in the UK. Do you want me to add anything else? Yeah, <laughs> well, okay, whatever take your you time feel with like, it, honestly, yeah. Yeah. go for it. Go for it. Um, just a little bit, I guess, about like what I do. I'm sort of in a bit of a switch, but I, I guess I, I help people in the nutshell um, change their lives. If we're going to put it really basic terms, and I really love helping. I guess I'm more drawn to women, but not just women. Just people in general live a more happy, positive life. Um, yeah, I guess breaking free of like the labels that society places on us and sort of like paving our own path full of a lot of self-love and that kind of jazz and yeah I've got a podcast as well called Making Mindset Matter and I guess that is my lifelong mission is to help people make their mindset matter and that's kind of how it all started for me um yeah I don't really know what else, <laughs> know what else to ask yeah let's 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 get right into it so what made yeah. you go into this uh, whole uh mindset uh, powering, empower, empowering, empowering, my bad. Uh, yeah, empowering. Right. So, what made you go into that whole deal? What made me go into it? I guess it was like my own journey because I started a development journey. I started losing weight, and I was kind of think under the illusion that losing weight would make me happy. Um, mm. So, it's been a very big focal point of. I've always felt like, I don't know, I'm going to be using inverted brackets, the bigger one out of my friends. And when I graduated from university, I kind of like looked at pictures of myself. But I lost weight and I wasn't happy. So I was just like, that sort of like busted that belief that, or if I was, I guess, slimmer, I'd be happier. And I wasn't. Um, So I guess that kind of then got me questioning. Like, because I felt very lost. Like, I didn't know who I was as a person. So I started questioning and questioning and questioning, like, there's got to be more to life. Like, surely, like, this isn't it. Like, and through that, I then found, like, mindset side of personal development through, like, an online company. And just from that, the more I, like, started to implement these things into my life. And every time I found something new, I wanted to share it with others. And that's just kind of sort of how I realized that I love helping other people. I love, like, sharing this information. I love seeing things that have made my life better, help other people. I'm just wanting to tell the world. And then when um, the pandemic, uh, the, in the first year of the pandemic, I was losing, I was I was working for like a local authority in England, which is like the public sector. I don't know what the equivalent is across the world. Like, right. like and I was about to lose my job. And that really got me thinking like, what do I like to do? What, what do I actually enjoy? And it was so here's my question, not yeah. to cut you off for a second there, yeah. but were you not happy or were you unsatisfied? I think it, deep down, like I wasn't, I think I was uns, unsatisfied in certain areas of life, but I think inside I was very unhappy and I just didn't realize because I never understood what true happiness was. And I was always looking for that outside of myself, I always thought it was if I got, if I did a master's, I'd be happy. If I got a certain job, I'd be happy. If I was in this mm-hmm. relationship, I'd be happy. And like that happiness would only last for so long because I was always giving it to things outside of me. And it's the right. happiness is how do you feel within? Like, how do you feel when you sat in your own company? How do you feel when you sat in your own thoughts? How do you feel when nothing else around you matters? When you're not reliant on external validation, how do you actually feel then? And I was always looking for something externally to validate my worth. And I guess that's mm-hmm. kind of, I was unhappy. So, so I, I have a question on this point, since you're yeah. seeking happiness in life, and obviously it comes with a mindset. Yeah. Do you know the parameters of what happiness is for you? Like, obviously for each person, it's different. So how would you, dis- how would you define happiness for yourself? I think happiness for me is like just waking up feeling fulfilled but also acknowledging that like I'm not gonna feel like super positive each day but knowing that I can come back to myself and that none of these things dictate I guess a lot for me I link happiness a lot with like the worthiness I feel for myself um like knowing that it doesn't matter what's going on like I've still got a roof over my head I'm still grateful to be here even in the moments that might be difficult to get through like there's still so much to be grateful for I guess for me that's how I measure happiness it's like by the level of fulfillment how mm-hmm. I feel within myself. Are you happy right now? <laughs> uh, 
right in this moment yeah i feel um, pretty happy <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. Ali, why are you putting her on the spot, man? What? Oh no, man! <laughs> man, just like like before the the podcast started, just getting deep in the from the beginning. I and like then... I like deep questions, so it's good. So um, you're trying to say that uh, you don't really like labels. You're like breaking out of labels, but um, do you ever feel confined in um? like the podcast that you have, you know, like, uh, is like, do you, do you want to branch out more than just a making mindset? Um, cause I know you do interviews and stuff like that, but that all ties, I guess, to the, the mindset stuff. Yeah. I, I think yeah. there's so many different facets to think, but like everything is mindset. So I think it's like a mindset, like is how you, is to me, like mindset is like your belief system. It's how you experience life. It's the everything that you go through that like, we filter through that. So we have different mindsets for different things. Mm-hmm. But also like I think like just in general in mindset, you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. Like, like mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever read the book Mindset by Carol Dweck, but no. a fixed mindset no. is like people just don't want it. She explains this like this concept. Fixed mindset is where like failures, failure is failure and you don't want to change. Whereas growth is like you're open you see failure as an opportunity to grow this kind of stuff um so like I think as I evolve the podcast is going to evolve because as I learn more about myself and we only know what we know until things are brought into our awareness so Mm -hmm. I think as I develop but I sort of like with my podcast this year it's sort of taken a little bit of a backseat as I've been going through some big internal changes and like sort of questioning the direction of where it's going because what it started from to where I feel I'm at now like that did shift but the concept was always to just to give people a different perspective of how they can reframe and like Mm. just and I guess like a lot of it it does come back to mindset but I guess as I evolve the podcast I'd like that to evolve as well and interview like there's different mindsets like I said for different things so and also like challenging the perceptions of what I guess what society deems as normal or society has told us like because there's so many different like ways of thinking and it's like I just think it's very interesting because we've all got individual experiences that have got us to the point that we're at today and all our journeys are so unique and we've all had to like work through something to get there and I guess that's kind of like why I like doing the interviews on the podcast because I Mm -hmm. love hearing other people's journeys right and it's also that they have their own unique mindset and uh, worldview doing Mm -hmm. this podcast where we've you know interviewed bunch of people and they all have their own kind of perspective right and their own yeah philosophy of life and how they live their life and things and it's yeah. uh it's uh pretty inspiring it's pretty cool because it makes you think that uh oh like no matter what comes in life and stuff if you just have the right mindset if you just have a certain way of looking at things and rolling with the punches or you know or being a hard worker or mm. being great grateful or all, all these things it's uh really like changes your life you know from the moment you wake up but something i i struggle with is like is it the mindset that matters or is it the actions you take that matter you know it's like you can have the mindset and stuff you can have the mindset that you're a tough guy and stuff but (laughs) if you're just sitting there doing nothing with it then you're not really um you know, not really a tough guy if you, if you just have the mindset, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it's like, there's, I think people just think like, I don't know, like if we talk about like the term manifestation, for example, which is obviously a law of attraction practice, people think if I'm just going to sit there and think it's going to come, but like the thinking has to be matched with action. So it's also like remembering that like mindset is built up of like your beliefs, your words, your thoughts, your, your actions, your emotions, all these things play into it. So they've all got to be like working together because we can think one thing but then if like we can think that we're really good at something and we're going to go out and do it but then we just I don't know the belief system that we have is telling us like no I'm not good enough and then we don't right. we don't take any action so then the, it's not all matching up so it's about it the working harmoniously together to be able to create change however yeah. like it does start with a thought so if you start to think it and then that's how you change it's about who you become mm-hmm. and it's also about like it's not about having like I don't think there's ever such thing as a perfect mindset because what is perfection but it's also about having this understanding that it might you might be going through like a tough time like 
and you might not be able to see the light but it's also having that knowing that there is going to be light at some point and still being able to then look back and mm. reflect reflect self-belief self-belief it's all about yeah, yeah i guess that's the, the in a nutshell it's yes. about what is the belief that you have in yourself that you have that's about deep. yourself i think in, in my opinion if your mindset is in the right place your actions will act accordingly mm-hmm. so come on man I'm, wait dude. Uh, sorry sorry to interrupt but like <laughs> let's say you're on a plane man and the and the plane driver you got he's like yeah i believe i can fly this plane but he really can't he doesn't know how to, <laughs> he really can't yeah. what do you you're trust right. no, no. this plane you won't no no even if he has really, to believe no, that's no. what i mean it's like it's one thing yeah. to have the oh i'm you know <laughs> i can do this and it's another thing to actually be able to do it you know what i mean I think but how do you actually be able to do it? My counter argument is how do you actually be able to do anything in life? Isn't it you start off with believing that you have the ability to proceed with yeah. such actions and then you follow through with yeah. practicing, learning, studying, Practice. whatever it is. So that's why I say wherever your mindset is initially, your body will eventually follow through. Yeah, so I'd agree. That's, I think you've got to be able to think it first. True, you do. I mean, like this podcast, when we started out, I, I thought of it. Uh, I didn't really think of it too much, right? But I, I was I was planning on initially, before talking to you, starting a podcast about gaming, but no one was there. My mindset was still, I can do it, mm-hmm. right? I just needed, how do I say this? Luck favored the well-prepared, mm-hmm. right? I was ready for it. That's why I went, on that fateful night when you called me, mm-hmm. I instantly said yes, because... <laughs> You know, my mindset was originally, yeah, I do want to start a podcast. How, where, when, doesn't matter. As long as I initially want, the rest will, the the pieces will fall in place eventually. Right? Yeah. So that's, I think that's my whole mindset. That's pretty mindset. deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it is a, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Lorna. No, I was just saying, I think it's sometimes like we, just having an idea is that's what it starts. And like, sometimes it is just about, letting go of like how that's going to then manifest into your life because Mm. you might think it's going to happen one way and then like you said you're going to do something on gaming and then it weren't quite but then this opportunity then presented itself and look it probably is greater than what you ever imagined but it actually is yeah so that's where i learned to accept in life uh as long as you have the right mindset about the foundation whatever that's built upon doesn't really matter because you're in the end doing what you wanted to do right i almost went into a small niche of podcast but end of the day now i'm talking about anything and everything i want to and it's great so it's always it's always important to have the right foundation of things before going into anything especially when it comes to thinking and mindset and logic and psychology as a whole yeah but yeah that's uh said what were you gonna say what I wanted to say was like, this is something I'm paraphrasing from, uh, I think it was Kevin O'Leary who was saying it on the Impulsive podcast. He was talking about how everyone is an entrepreneur at one point in their life. They just don't follow through. So basically, they everyone at one point in their life come up, comes up with this idea. You know, they look at it and they're like, oh, this is great. They share it with their friends. It's like, yeah, that's a good idea. They mm-hmm. check it online. It's like no one else is doing it. And then, you know, it just stops there. Like no, no one. They don't follow with the idea. They don't act on it. They don't uh, take the risks. And these are all actual actual opportunities that they can use in their lives. But I guess not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur because of you. Like you, like you guys are talking about the mindset. You have to have the right mindset to be able yeah. to act on this uh, on this endeavor. Like whatever whatever adventure it is is planned for you in your life, you have to actually be take the initiative and act on it right yeah so um, i have a i have a question for the three of you actually since all of you guys do a podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys prepare for a podcast what do you do right before a podcast i know ali shimmy is speeding over he's like okay i gotta get my lamborghini driving over <laughs> gonna start this podcast <laughs> cool guy but um what about uh you Lorna and Saeed? i don't know what do you and you have like that's a... not how I prepare though. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's got to be well, a Lamborghini we'll first for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a Lamborghini. It's a Bugatti. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lorna, how do you prepare for it? Like, how do you get into the right 
mind state before going into a podcast hosting let's say hosting I don't, I don't think I really got like a good ritual I'm very like but I love talking to people so like to me this is like what I love to do so I don't feel like I need to I don't have like a ritual to prepare because I feel like I know what needs to, what what is the right thing to be say will be delivered and I guess that comes to the belief in I feel most comfortable when I'm talking about it so I, if I'm preparing like for a solo episode I'll have a title and I'll have like brief points but a lot of it is just free-flowing or if I'm interviewing yeah. I try and like do it very intuitively rather than have questions like I have a, like a basic structure to the start and end but whatever comes up in the middle I like I will pick things up that I think are interesting to to speak upon or like dive a bit deeper because I think that's where you actually get the most like magic out of people is when they're talking about things that they're truly passionate about mm. Right. What about you, Said? What do you do to prepare? I just keep my mind running, bro, the whole time. Just like keep it active. I don't. It doesn't matter what, and as long as it's working, then like once I enter the podcast, I'm like, oh, it's still working. I still have energy. <laughs> plus, plus just I have run ADHD. with ADHD, okay? Plus, yeah. On, plus, guys. I have ADHD. <laughs> like, yeah, just go okay. through. <laughs> yeah. For me, I think I think what I do is usually I just let go of everything, mainly except for my phone, because I just need to wait for that legendary jump in message. But yeah, yeah. other 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 than that, I I just you know, I just breathe. I guess remember that I am who I am, and it doesn't matter who I'm talking yeah, exactly. to. Exactly. Right. Have we ever mentioned uh, the jump in message thing on the podcast? Because like, no, I, have I think no, we've never done that. So, <laughs> so just a little so, backstory. Uh, uh, whenever we're about to film a podcast, we have this Ali or wherever he is on your screen. Uh, <laughs> just he just here. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, we have uh, Ali Hedge basically sends us the legendary jump in message, which basically means. It's like a bat signal for us, <laughs> basically. Whenever yeah. we see podcast. it, we drop, stop, and roll into the podcast, right? Uh. Like that's, yeah, that's pretty much. So if we're that expecting is a to film, yeah, exactly. sometimes, I sometimes I time it. Like today, like I literally joined on the link the moment he sent the message. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, he says, uh, jump in, bro. I'm, I'm already waiting in the waiting lobby. Because like another issue with Ali is he'll tell you jump in, and then you get in, you know, you're in the waiting lobby and then he just disappears. You're just in the waiting yeah. lobby for another 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bro. <laughs> He's away from keyboard, basically. So it's, it's pretty. But yeah, other than that, uh, usually like today I was out. I wasn't at home, so I couldn't do my breathing and stuff. And uh, I had to literally jump in. But other than that. Oh, wow. That was a quick speed yeah. run. And um, it was. no one asked me, but I guess I'll go on. And, uh, <laughs> I was just about to ask you. I <laughs> so uh every you know you guys don't know this about me it's pretty early oh, usually no. when i do these podcasts like 5 30 or 6 or something in my time you know and i love it i get up early you know i got up 5 a.m do what i love to do you know so but uh it's always like hard for me to find energy to do the podcast because it's so early so i got a coffee <clears throat> i'm not not sponsored and uh Every morning before a podcast, I gotta. This might sound a little weird, but I have to like go outside and like hunt something. I always have to like <laughs> hunt. Yeah. Bro, you live in the suburbs. Did you say hunt? <laughs> like you at a bird. The suburbs. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you hunting? Catch a bird, catch a cockroach, a lizard. I have to go and get it. <laughs> and, and cat, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, okay. I was, okay. Okay. I was actually. I can, that was kind of interesting. I was gonna I get can, into I that can for imagine a you in like, like a lion cloth, bro, running around with a spear, hunting a squirrel or something. I don't. <laughs> no, but Ellie, what do you actually do? I always take a cold shower. That's something I do yeah. pretty much every time. I love cold showers. I feel like I uh, it just like zaps me awake. It's like I'm half asleep and then cold shower, and then I wake yeah, up. Yeah, they're very I powerful. And uh, uh, walking outside, I don't go on a hunt outside, but I go on a nice little walk outside. I feel like the daylight, whenever I walk in and just the sunrise and it's just coming on my face, I get the energy and I feel like alive and, you know, and that's, and that's pretty much my, the, my ritual for the podcast. I text the guys and stuff and tell them, hey, we're going to have a podcast soon. And, you know, you get the energy Sorry, going. Wait a second, like, the dog's barking. No, that's all right. You're good. We'll be right back. I guess I guess we cut this part out. So let me just say, cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs>
<laughs> that little waiting music, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, and we're good. back. Welcome. And we're back. <laughs> right. So basically, uh, so let's look. I just Go want to say, side. like, I agree with Ali about the, the, the slight exercise before the podcast because I've done it a mm. few times where I would, like, do a light jog or, like, uh, just a walk around the block and then come back and I'll be just, like, pumped a bit. You know, I'll have energy and I'll just be jumping around, bouncing up the walls and stuff. But I'll have questions, obviously. Bye-bye. Woo! <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about empowerment, right? Yes. So uh, what I want you to do is just to define that word for me. What does the it mean? It. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, for me, empowerment means to feel like you're making a choice that you've decided to make rather than, and feeling like, rather than like, I guess, sorry, the dog is just... No, you're good, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I it's guess okay. for me, to, to feel empowered is to, be, to make a decision for yourself, to feel like, yeah, I'm standing firm in this and like feeling empowered in the decision that you make. And like knowing that you're doing it from a place of because it's actually what you want rather than what you you think that you want. Because to me, that's a, there's a very big difference in that. Right. So how do you go about empowering people? Empowering right? people? Yeah. Um, women, how do I go around? That's <laughs> what you, you know, basically you said women more than people. So how, what, what? Why why do you okay let me change the question for a bit yeah, Women more on. than people yeah but just like focus about I know I know uh, that's the Andrew Tate side of me coming out Oh my god no uh, no <laughs> Sorry uh, let's 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 roll it back for a second here I want to change yes. my question So what about <laughs> Let's let's get this question going yeah Yeah right uh, what 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 about women do you feel requires or why do you think women require more empowerment per se <laughs> why do i think women require more empowerment i think probably based on if we're going back to like how society is run i do believe it is very strongly like masculine led mm-hmm. like and i think there's not just across it's not just about women because i think there's suppression in a lot of different areas but it's also about remembering like I think for women, like we play a certain, have been given a certain role, like this certain societal expectations. I guess if we're going to look at things like how you express your sexuality, it's okay for a man to do one thing. It's not okay for a woman. If a man does it, oh, you get a pat on the back. If a woman does it, like she's called every name under the sun, this kind of stuff. And it's also about obviously they, we're giving women the power just to, just, just to speak for themselves I think that that's what it is and it's not like I'm, I'm not anti-man like I'm not saying it like that because right. it, I, I'm not like not saying I'm not saying it from that point of view because I think there's inequality across us whole of society but I think it's just about I guess it goes back to that roles that we play and it's like also about for me being empowered is to actually be like, no, I am my own person and I'm not defined by this and I can make my own choices. Like, And I think as women, like, there's like a pressure to be a mum. Sorry. 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 Nah, don't worry about it, honestly. Hey. I think she's getting a bit, a bit excited. But yeah, I think it was for me, for my, my journey was more, for my journey to empowerment was like, I felt like I was such a people pleaser that I did everything for other people. And it's, to me, really, that's what empowerment is about. It's about making choices for you because at the end of the day, like the relationship with yourself is the single most important one. Before you play any role, before you serve anybody else, you need to serve yourself. And a lot of the time we're not taught to, to do that. We're not taught to serve ourselves first. We're not taught to put ourselves before anybody else because if we do, that's selfish. But actually, to me, it's the most selfless thing you can do because I know that the more I fill my cup up, like the more I put into myself, the I'm a better human. Like before I worked on myself, I was very like, I give a lot to other people and I was probably like not the most like positive person to be around. And I know that I show up better, like I give more and I've got more to give. And I guess that for me is what's feeling empowered, but also remembering that like for example I went to uni because I thought that's what I had to do like I thought that that's what's the next step for me I finished college go to uni then I went and did a master's I get a job you work to 65 like that's the narrative that I thought was true and I didn't realize that there was other options that you could go down 
And then when I realized that there was, when I started to realize like, am I doing these things because I actually want to do it or we're doing it because I think it's going to make my parents happy? Is it because it, it's going to think like to other people, that's what I should do. And I guess that is what I like to help people with. It's like the feeling empowered in the decisions that you make, knowing that it's true to you. Not because it's like you've been told to do it, not because it, this is how it's been done for years. Because I'm very like, there's lots of things I could go, go down a rabbit hole, but it's about being able to like make a decision for you and do it for yourself. And I guess that's kind of what I like helping wow. people do is like break that mold of what we're told to be. And actually what be you study in uni? What did I study? Business studies. Yeah. Oh, business studies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> And what's the most difficult, since you mentioned, like we're talking about decisions now, what's the most difficult decision that you've had to, to make, basically? Um, I guess the, oh, that's a good question. What's the most difficult? I think there's been pivotal decisions, like across my life. I guess the most difficult decision is probably, it wasn't like the most difficult in terms of like, the hardest decision to make, but I guess the one that probably had the most, backlash from was when I left my nine to five job because obviously like everybody around me was like are you sure this is the right thing to do because he didn't get it so I guess in terms of other people's projection onto that that was the most difficult one um I guess when you go down the path of working on yourself when you go down the path of self-development it's difficult because you have to face parts of yourself you have to take responsibility like there's no other way around it like they're difficult decisions to make it's difficult to cut people out your life it's difficult to realize that you've outgrown people it's difficult to lose relationships it's difficult to look and also see where you actually have not been a nice person and how your behavior has affected other people that's also very difficult so there's lots of it but it's also about realizing that it is all part of the journey and in these moments you learn a lot about yourself and there's a lot of growth and yeah there's been a lot of difficult decisions but it's also about coming back to what's true to me. And I think once you know that that's at the forefront of everything that you do, as long as you know you're being true to yourself. And it's also difficult to sometimes like to, to realise like you can, it's okay to change your mind and that and thinking that you've done something a certain way and it's not feeling aligned and carrying on. It's difficult to walk away from things you've invested a lot of time into, but it's also remembering that, that it's all happened as it should. And I and think... How would you describe the, your perspective on this decision? How has it evolved over, over time? What, on leaving my job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because when it, it's been very challenging. Like, I've, I've faced a lot about myself. And um, I guess I'm quite a person. Like, once I get something in my head, I'm like, <laughs> right now I'm doing it. I'm, I'm just going to run with it. Um, but I guess as well, a lot of the time, it's evolved and I'm very grateful I did it because I've learned so much about myself. Will there be things I possibly do differently? Like, of course, if we could go back, but then it's also remembering that if I did go back and change one thing, it's not just that one thing, it would change the whole trajectory. And I do believe that everything that I go through, everything that I am faced with and challenged with, that helps me help other people and I can then use my learnings to help others. So even though like, I know that I've gone through some stuff that's felt very tough, and it's not diff it's very difficult especially to face yourself is one of the hardest things to do to face where actually what are your flaws like where are you standing in your own way like what do you need to heal that's very that's not an easy thing to do but I know that everything that I learn I can help others with and it actually makes me a better I guess like better better service to other people and also like I do walk the walk I don't just sit there and say oh like just do this like I know how it feels and I still know how it feels because it's a like self-development personal growth is a it's a lifelong journey it's a commitment it's not something you do once and that's it like it's a commitment and it will constantly things will come up and I'm constantly learning I'm constantly learning more about myself every day so I guess it's evolved as I've evolved and there is things maybe if I look back in hindsight with what I know but then we only make decisions on what we know in that moment so we can't really look back like that um that's pretty great I'd say I love that uh, you just made a decision and a bold decision and you stuck with that decision and um, you're running with it and making the most out of it. I feel like, uh, like most people are too afraid to decide to make a yeah. decision. You know, most people are too afraid to like to make a change or, or make a hard decision. Most mm -hmm. people are like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll postpone it, you know, cause there is a tomorrow. Tomorrow is there. So I'll just push it forward. But um, that's one of the things I noticed the most about, 
my friends now, especially now that we're getting older and uh, like, I feel like a lot of my friends are, are too, like, I wish I made that decision years ago <laughs> is what they say. You know, I wish I yeah. started working on my side hustle years ago. I wish I, you know, my, you know, like working on projects years ago or, um, or try to work on myself years ago, you know, and then they get in this loop and then they just give up. And I'm like, man, <laughs> you can't go yeah. back in time. <laughs> you can't go back no. in time. You can't, if you, you know, stop worrying about the future. You just got to do it right now. You know, it's just like, yeah. just, you have to make that decision right now. And it's hard, but I know how yeah. you can get people to do that. But it's about, it's about choices. Like life is a series of choices, what we choose to do and what we choose not to do. And like, all we do have is this present moment and what the decisions we make now are going to change the trajectory of our future or they're going to carry on with the same story. And I've, I've heard it before, but, people saying like oh I can't believe they'll say someone so young that you're at this point well, I'm 26 I'm 27 at the weekend I don't see myself as that young I think sometimes happy I think birthday. Like, hey, thank you happy <laughs> yeah. birthday. No, you're still young. happy birthday yeah but I think sometimes like I feel like I'm like <laughs> I forget my age because you're wiser you're yeah I feel, wise. like I, I, am <laughs> I feel like yeah it merits the wisdom but um, I feel I see people like, oh, I can't believe, like for someone. But then it's also, it's all circumstantial and it's all, we all have our own path in life and it's so unique. And there's different things that get to people at different points. But like, yeah, there's like, and I think like, great, if you've not felt you've needed to do this work and you've managed to get through this far and that's amazing. But also it's like, you can't diminish someone based on age. And also because it's about experience and we've all gone through things in life and we all experience things and it's about different people's experiences and I guess it's we can look back and wish we'd have done things differently and but like I said if, if you change that one moment it's not just that one moment it's the whole trajectory from there but if like we're using that analogy if you're not happy with something you can choose now to change it or you can choose to say it takes the same energy to make a decision but it's just knowing like how badly do you want something like what's your why behind it because I think if you know your why and your why is strong enough that's what will carry you forward but it's like when you're making a decision is it because you're making it because it's like out of impulse and it's about listening to yourself as well and I think that's the the whole thing around like decision making and choosing to change is about like you've got to want like how badly do you actually want to change like it's going to be hard but it's like it's the famous you've probably seen it it's a big thing in the like the personal development space it's like you choose your hard you either choose to have life hard now and it continues and but it's going to get easier in the future as you've done the work or you choose easy now and you give in to all the instant gratification and you don't work for something and then it's going to be harder down the line like choose which route you want to go down because we can all we all have choices we're, we're faced with millions of them a day so it's like, what are you choosing? Like, who do you want to be? And I think the biggest thing as well, like social media is an amazing platform because there is so much out there, like the way that you can connect. Like if it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't have connected. And I think it's an amazing place. But also the the shad, like the, the dark side of social media is we get caught in thinking that we should be anywhere other than where we are and get stuck in this comparison mode. Wow. And we can think that we want things because we've seen other people want it. But do you actually want that? Because it, is it actually what you want? And I think that's what that's what I like to work with people on as well. It's like, is that actually truly what you want? Like, in the question I always ask, like, if no one was else was, and if you're not even sure what it is you want, a good question to ask yourself. Like, if no one else was watching, social media didn't exist. We're not posting anything because we might want to get a few likes. What would you choose to be doing? What lights you up? Where are you your happiest? And when you answer them questions you'll find what it is you actually want to be doing. Then if you're not doing it, then what are you going to do to change that? Because we can all wish to do something, but like we said at the start, it's about having the thoughts and matching it with the action. And just knowing that, like, I think a big thing for me was embracing failure as, like, not even viewing it as failure anymore. Like, it just seeing it as, like, a first attempt in learning. Just think we we never get anything right first time. And if you're in that in the mindset that I'm going to try something and first time it's going to work out, then and even if it does like it probably is a fluke and we're not but it's also about remembering that having the mindset of we can try things like starting a business is hard like you're going to face challenges but also so is sitting in a job that doesn't fulfill didn't fulfill me mm -hmm. and pretending I was interested. <laughs> that was also really hard and really yep. taxing so it's like I've chosen my hard and I'm doing something I love and yes it comes with the challenges 
but obviously when I receive a message from someone and saying that like it's impacted them and then it's all to me it's all worth it so it's like I would take all the struggles because I'm doing something that makes me like inside feel alive and feel like I'm living my purpose rather than sitting behind a desk working for somebody doing something that I'm not using my voice to help others wow this is a very motivational podcast. I feel very yeah, motivated right that now. That was a bit of a TED talk right there. Like, <laughs> topic. like uh, don't choose the easy life now and like the instant gratification. Um, the instant I gratification actually... is, the, is the, it's the devil. Like, we get everything yesterday. Yes. Like, we don't want to work for something and then we don't want to see results and we give up. And it's like, actually, like that moment you feel like giving up is actually the time just to carry on. I'm laughing because I have to say this to myself this all is, the time. This is what's up for. This is the reason why we want everything right here, right now, quickly yeah. done. This, this is the devil. The iPhone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in that's why. I, that's why I'm a Samsung guy, bro. <laughs> I, I just, okay, fine. Funny. No, no, but I completely funny. agree with you, Ali. It, it is true. Yeah, it's, uh, it's... we have been. We've also been warned by multiple people that just fixating on your phone is not a good thing for your mental health as no. well. And it just because, like, it's you're always looking for that dopamine fix, you know, it's yes. like that quick dopamine fix, and which comes from your phone. And it, when you want to do something else that doesn't give you as much dopamine as looking through your phone, you don't want to do it because you're no longer motivated to work on it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, let's say your your next assignment or your the current project you're working on for your job or the side hustle. If you don't, if you don't like put yourself in that. And that's uh, like focus. Um, oh, what's the word, bro? Yeah, this is this is just me basically just like trailing off as always. Mindset. Uh, <laughs> yes. I could use mindset, but there's always another word. Anyway, yeah, you want to be in that zone. You want to just like yeah. be able to focus and do the thing that you actually want. But the thing is, we're all built in a way that not built. I, I think it's more of like the way we're raised. We're raised mm-hmm. in a way that we're always seeking a reward. Yeah which is that, you know, that dopamine fix. We're seeking a reward from the work that we're putting in. So we're, mm-hmm. we're always thinking is like the pros and cons of doing this yeah. project or with whatever efforts or energy we're putting into. We're always looking at what's the result instead of mm-hmm. looking at like, okay, if I do this, I will constantly be getting results. And these results are actually beneficial for me as a person to grow. But uh, yeah, that's just a point I want to say. A question I did have, I yeah. wanted to ask, is you mentioned age. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask, what was your experience dealing with, with getting people older than you to actually listen to you? It actually really surprised me because I think I was more under the, under the illusion that people older than me wouldn't listen to me. And actually, yeah. they did. And I think that goes back to it's not about age it's about experience and I'm very open and I'm very like open about the things I've uh, I said I am very open very open book anybody asks me anything I'll give you my honest like answer because I just think I'm I don't have anything to hide and I'm releasing like the shame around anything that so I actually think because I'm so open about it and I talk about things like that's what people connect with so I think it's then it's not about the age, it's about the connection. And we are the humans. Number one thing is about connection. So it's about how much do you connect to someone? And then mm-hmm. that's it. And because like, I've got clients that are older than me and I always think like, I guess it again, come with condition that people are older than you, like you look up to them, you respect them, but it's also then about remembering if we remove that, that pressure and then remember that we're all equal at the end of the day, no one is better than anybody else. We're all equal. Like, because if you think of it like I've, I've been in Morocco and I'm going to use this analogy because they they eat basara and it's like a little man at the side of the road and this basara is his breakfast soup you go sit and eat your basara and have your little in your cup of tea on a morning everyone's sat there eating basara no one cares what you do for a job they don't care how much money you've got in a bank they don't care what your title is because you're doing the same thing and I think that's just like what I was to remember is like yes we might put these a bit like we were saying before the podcast like the labels that we put on ourselves but at the end of the day we're all humans we all have the same basic needs we all sleep we all eat we all need a roof over our water all the basic necessities but is that the same and it's just like the the other things and I think like that's what I was trying to remember is 
my one of my biggest fears was for people to ever think that I think that I'm better than them because like I don't think I'm better than anybody um and yeah that's probably been a bit of like a downfall in a belief in that sense but it's just about remember like we are all equal at the end of the day it doesn't matter our background like we're all just human we all have the same needs we all want to be loved we all want to be happy right. like that's it's, my fear now by the way what's your biggest people fear think, people thinking that I'm better or people think that I think that I'm better than that's me. your biggest fear it's a very feeling. it's a very common one but then it's like about remembering like when we're fearing that what's it actually like looking at and asking ourselves like has there ever been a time where you felt that feeling before that someone has yeah. made you feel or like looking inside of yourself and thinking like what is like what is the deeper meaning to that I like right. questioning that you're you're right because I feel like um like there is a thing where like people get annoyed maybe by happy people or by optimistic or driven people mm-hmm. or motivated. They're like, oh, he's so uh, motivated. Ah, he's so annoying. But at the end of the day, <laughs> they like some people, not everyone's going to like you. Right. And I feel like uh, you want to attract the people that do, you know, want you want to support mm-hmm. you and, and who get inspiration from you as opposed to being turned off. by you. you're not going to please everyone. You know, that's how I feel, like, especially on this topic of, like, of, like, what am I going to do just not improve myself because I'm afraid that <laughs> the person next to me is going to feel, um, you know, like, humiliated. My, my friends, you know, we treat each other, like, great, and we don't really care about all, like, the, uh, the social markers of social media, you know what I mean, or just whatever, like, random um bs you put value on people we care about each other and we want each other to get better we want to yeah. each other to improve and we cheer each other on you know that's the kind of people i want to surround myself with yeah and i and if <laughs> like the thing i hate the most is when i tell someone that an accomplishment i made or something like i, I ran a marathon or something and then i didn't actually marry around the marathon but if i had said that and <laughs> someone <laughs> said hey good for you or something like that i'd be like Hey, screw you, man. If if you ran a marathon, I'd say, great job, man. That's pretty awesome, you know? So I feel like you want to surround yourself. Yeah. And one of the things, uh, I love your Morocco example, because here in LA, it's the complete opposite. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> here walks around like, like I've seen it way too many times. But like, you know, like you have like a social media icon on top of your head, like the amount of followers you have well, follows <laughs> follows you around. And everyone's like, oh, uh, how many followers do you have? Oh, I'll hang out with this person. Oh, I don't know this person. You have followers for what? Playing video games? Come on, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Black Mirror episode. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a Western world. I think this is more yeah. what you find in the Western world, right? Because here in Arabia, like it doesn't matter what you do. We all dress the same. We talk the mm-hmm. same. We eat the same food. It's yeah. This unification is... Uh, some people see it as a bad thing. I see it as a good thing because it makes us all equal by force. You know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a millionaire or, you know, just a random like office worker or it just doesn't matter because at the end of the day, we all go back to the same, you know, food, wear the same clothes. Like this is considered like, oh, what's he wearing here? Right? <laughs> Whereas to you guys, it's like pretty normal. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's yeah, that's that's the whole. So, yeah, I really like that that thing you said too. Yeah, and I think but, it, it just does just humble you. Like, I think, and I guess a big thing for me as well is when I went to Morocco, is I, I didn't speak the language, so that's that's another big thing. And then, like, I guess there is an expectation sometimes of being English that people speak English everywhere. And then you go to a country where it's not the first, it's not even the second language. And it's just about remembering that, like, but we still find a way to communicate. True. So, so what, do. what made you decide to spend eight months in Morocco out of nowhere? Like, uh, I just wanted to leave the UK and then my friend runs a beautiful like eco lodge out there um, called Manira Palm if anybody wants to check it out she's on Instagram um, but it's beautiful like, eco like yeah beautiful eco lot like place like sustainable for the soil and soul um, so she's and I went and then obviously there was still COVID restrictions the borders were shut and that just extended my stay so <laughs> wait so you got stuck in Morocco is that what yeah I, I got stuck it's the worst place <laughs> used to be stuck that's for sure unlucky <laughs> but and what did you learn from like being stuck and like how long were you originally planning to go and just for three months just for three months and then you ended wow. up yeah. sticking for another extra five months yeah so what did you learn from that experience 
I just learned that like how inshallah is like the greatest phrase in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> and if more people live like that, they would be uh, <laughs> life would be easier. <laughs> That's so many it says so many meanings as well. <laughs> it's so true. That's inshallah true. could mean yes, could mean no. No, it could mean I'll see you. If God is willing, it will happen. If an Arab parent is saying it, then it's most probably a no. That's right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I'll see how I feel when the time comes kind of yeah. thing. And it's usually a no. But, I do think yeah. it's a beautiful saying because it sort of takes that. I don't know. I do think when you need structure. Like, I do think structure is good. But like, I think, it, obviously, in the Western world, it's very strict on time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes or a bit no. More like, yeah, like, there's a bit more like flow. And it's just, it's finding that balance, obviously, between the two. But I think, yeah, it's just, it's it's also beautiful to, like, go and see a different culture and be, like, I guess just, yeah, like, again, I think the faith is very, like, strong out there. So that everyone's got a really good heart. And this, even if they've not got a lot, they're still so giving. And it's just really nice to see a different perspective. And I learned a lot of things that I think are values that I think are very important to embody. And yeah, just like I said, it's just, it's nice to embrace a different culture. So yeah, it's just, this, I learned a lot about myself and a lot about like my perception of things and actually like how I can, and I think if anybody can, has the opportunity and I know I'm very fortunate as well. I realise how fortunate I am that I can choose to go live in another country because when you speak to people, say for example, in Morocco, a lot of them, they'll never leave Morocco. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And you realize, like, how, like, how grateful am I that I have the ability? To, and it's like that perspective shifts that the things that we just expect as normal for some people, because obviously of different restrictions, that's not normal. And it's just like it brings back to that, like, uh, the gratitude of the choices that I have. Oh, I agree. That traveling to third world countries is a humbling uh, experience. <laughs> why do you, why do you, why do you shit all over Morocco like that? No, bro, bro, Lebanon no, is, it is but like Lebanon is the it? same. Lebanon's the same situation. Lebanon's like but, a fifth world country. Let's, let's yeah, exactly. So, uh, like, yeah, people come to Lebanon and it's like they have, they probably have a similar experience. Definitely be humbled because. Bro, we, we we're down in the gutter at the moment. That's for yeah. sure. Dude, honestly, I think I think I think because I go to the UK like almost once a year, so it's like to me, uh, it's it's kind of the opposite of what you experience, but the same in in a sense. Because like I've lived in this inshallah mindset the whole time, right? But then I go to the UK, and it's a very yes or no oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so the burden of choice is there, but <laughs> I've learned to navigate it, and uh, it's been a pretty fun ride. But other than that, I think yeah. Ali, I just want to ask. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, your ahead. like when you travel and things. What like what have you learned from traveling? Ooh, because I know you've traveled. We've all traveled, but I feel like we're all very privileged that we have been able to be in a few different countries, and I. I, I feel like traveling for me teaches me the most out of anything I ever uh-huh. do. Just just in terms of mindset, on the yeah. topic of mindset, it's like the things that you think are so valuable and that you attach myself to, you know, <laughs> well, I just, I get like, I'm like, oh, these things aren't as important, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because uh, that's one of the things, like, that's I a think- huge lesson I learned. What I've learned from traveling is that because we're all different, that's what makes us the same. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Because wherever you go, and I've been to a lot of places, right? So everywhere I go, it's very different to, you know, home, to what I'm accustomed to, to what's normal for me, right? And it, it helped me to accept difference in people much more than if I stayed all my life in the same place, in the same house, in the same community, mm-hmm. the same society. It would it would be harder to accept something new. Wow. So, I think yeah, that's I brilliant, think. man. I can't believe you said that because yeah. it's it's so true. Because <laughs> well. uh, once you realize that everyone's so different, it makes me, you feel like better about yourself. Like I don't feel weird because if someone's like you're not normal, I'm like who's normal? Yeah, <laughs> you think you're normal? <laughs> Go to freaking you know uh, you know Lebanon or something. You're not normal, man. <laughs> you know in that place, and you know, it's exactly like every place is like everyone's so different. Everyone's so unique. So. I feel it makes me roll more with my individuality. Um, mm-hmm. 
because of yeah exactly what you were saying wow honey that's uh uh pretty deep uh, i know i'm impressed there i'm impressed didn't i didn't i i'm impressed didn't i i'm blushing i'm blushing um we are kind of wrapping up on time so i do want to ask one last thing um yeah i feel like something that's really helped me um with my own mindset is uh, i like to journal a lot i like to yes. write every day i like to every day i take the time to write about like uh what i'm grateful for what i want to do during the day what are the things that you know just and i feel like when you write things down it like it cements it in your in your brain like a thought yeah. you know it like it turns it from a thought to like uh like from writing into your own perception and thinking so that's why i love doing it writing is thinking mm-hmm. so um i don't know uh i've noticed you even jotting down some stuff and i don't know uh <laughs> if, or if Ali Shimidi, uh or Saeed, if you guys do any journaling or writing or things like that. Or if I have very freaky and weird dreams, yeah, I'd write that shit down. <laughs> but other than that, I, no. <laughs> I love journaling. Like, I think it's it's a practice that I think has changed. Well, I don't think it has changed my life. And I think there's so much power in getting things out of your head and onto paper because it just frees up that mental space and it also allows you to because obviously like the way that like if we're talking about the mind it, the, the the conscious mind is five percent the subconscious is the other 95 percent which wow. is beliefs experiences trauma everything that we go through is stored there and a lot of the times that like, we can't that's where our belief system is like formed. So if we're rewiring our belief system we have to relive that and sometimes we're not aware of it so it's about making journaling helps you make like the unconscious conscious so you're aware of it and can move forward and sometimes like I've journaled before and I've like and it's like when I'm talking about like doing like the the journaling like the gratitude journaling is really powerful and really writing down like why are you grateful and writing down the things that you want to do like seeing it physically there like it's better than it's taking out your head putting it there they say you're more likely to achieve things when you write them down but like when you're doing it to understand yourself sometimes like things come out and you're like whoa I didn't even realize that this this event that I deemed really insignificant is actually really significant and has formed how Mm -hmm. I feel about something or actually like what am I actually truly feeling and it's when you're just writing it down like things come out that you don't just like unconsciously and not thinking about and it's you can really see that part of you and see where you get to heal where you get to what parts of you are, are you actually like for example I was listening to a book and one of the questions was like what areas of your life are you unhappy with and like if you actually ask yourself the questions because like the brain's a problem solving device it's like you think of it like google whatever you ask it you're going to find the answers <laughs> you can see you can see like well if you ask yourself why can't I do something you'll find all the reasons why you can't and then if you ask yourself why you can it might take a little bit longer but eventually you'll find well actually I can do it because one time I did put myself out there and I did this. So actually, that's proof that I did it. But obviously, like, the same as if I asked myself, why well, can't or oh, can't do it because I'm not good enough. Um, last time I tried something, I felt like it failed. Like, it's like whatever question we're asking, we're going to, it's like you're going to ask yourself a disempowering question or you're asking yourself an empowering question. And I guess that's a switch is like, just like, why can I do something? Why can't I do something? Very, very simple switch of can and can't, but very different answer. So it's just pushing yourself back into that empowered state. Um, but yeah, I think journaling is a really powerful practice and it's, it's something I encourage a lot because like I said, you can really like get, and it's about clarity as well. Like asking yourself, what do you actually want? And writing it down. And like, if you're not sure, but like, no, like what do I actually want? And the more you like get to know yourself, it's like, a, it's like self-discovery. The more you journal, the more you get to know yourself. The more you get to know yourself, the more you're actually true to who you are, the more you can see what it is you actually want rather than what you think you want. It gets you out of, oh, I think I want this because I've seen so-and-so on social media doing it. But is that actually what I want? Well, if no one else was watching, what would I be doing? Well, I'd be doing this. So actually, that's not what I want. So, okay, like, what am I going to do it? And through, like, journaling, like, I've learned a lot about myself. And I actually went out today and bought two new journals because I was like, this, <laughs> I'm getting triggered a lot. <laughs> like, there's certain things. I'm like, I really need to journal this out and have, like, a separate thing and really get clear on it because we can try and think that we're dealing with something in our mind but, but like we, we're not like I just don't think like you're putting it back in a box but it's when you face it when it gets like face to fear face what's holding you back it's like you're taking back your power from it and then you can work through it and then you can actually see as well if you progress through what you're writing and things shift 
Wow. That's we're, we're getting that was really deep. I feel like this podcast can change everyone's lives. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like my life kind of is kind of I don't know if I can return now. Screw this podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, we are kind of wrapping up on time, but I do want to ask uh, my friend Alex Chimney, what do you I know you say you don't write journaling and but also what she was describing, I feel like describes our podcast, you know, and just like like when we talk and stuff, it also like changes our thought process and you know, like our podcast is kind of like an audio journal in a, in a yeah in a sense. So I don't know. I, 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 do you feel like your mindset's changed because of the podcast? Of course, my mindset. Like I've, we've talked to people from every parts of the world. Think of any country we've probably had someone on, and it's always different. It's completely different. And I've learned just because I don't think the same as you doesn't mean I'm against you or I'm not like. It's okay to think differently. It's not okay to not accept. I think that's wow. that's yeah. So of course, I've changed. Yeah, exactly. If you watch our very first episode and watch me today, it's a completely different person. Just from mindset, the way we think, the way we move, the way we talk, the questions we ask, mm-hmm. like just getting deeper without the fear of getting lost. That's the beauty. <laughs> of our podcast, right? That's yeah. That's I gotta pretty much. That. That's pretty deep. All right. Yeah. I ran out of questions. I don't know if Saeed or Ali wants to ask anything. I think our last question. I do Go have ahead, something. Uh, that, uh, actually, I just wanted to ask if, uh, Lorna, if you have any questions, if you have a question that you would like to ask us. Well, that's a good I should have asked you this before, I don't know. Switch up. Switch up. I guess what is like, maybe like, what is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self? knowing what you know now. Mm. Dibs, I'm going last. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go first, if anything, okay. So I I generally uh, would combat, like fought with uh, low self-esteem growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I always like, yeah, I definitely did, did feel different and weird most of the time growing up. But what did help me was was the, the group of friends that I did make. And so including the two Ali's, then just like basically finding a group of friends that are as weird as you and just like they accept you no matter what. I think what I would tell myself is just be okay with, you know, being weird, being different. Because if anything, that's actually how you become successful by being different from, from, from everyone else. I love that. Wow. Really? Yeah, that's pretty deep. I don't know. I feel like uh, all the, like everything I've done in my life has like given me a lesson. All the struggles I've been through and all the trauma I've been through have like taught me something and maybe a much more epic version of myself, you know? So I don't think I've changed anything. I don't have any regrets in that way. But um, like if I were to advise my younger self or like my younger brother or something, I would say, um uh, um yeah just um i don't know like just just do it just keep doing it you know and like don't um let the obstacles you know try to shut you down you know and um i'm like with everything that's stressful you know uh this too shall pass you know and it's like um getting past the like not to I feel like one of the things in the past I used to get caught up on like all the 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 stressful things and um, like uh, the bad relationships you know especially when I've had friendships that you know uh, went sour those are the things that really crushed me personally but now I'm gonna have a much more um, confident attitude about myself that uh, you know not everyone's gonna be your friend or something and um, um, but you want to you know, but you're lucky that I'm lucky that I do have the friends that I do have, you know, and uh, um, uh, so I just got to just be more confident in myself and trust myself. I don't know if that's coherent, but that's <laughs> shit. Now it's yeah. my turn. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to be a little open for the first time in like forever. I think I would say move forward confidently in the dream you des- you decide to do. And not anyone else. That would be my first one. My second one is it's completely fine and okay to lean on people whenever you need to. 
your friends and family are there for a reason. Not everything has to be done alone, mm-hmm. right? Because I that's one thing I used to do a lot. I would hate having to depend on people. I'd always do things on my own. It's me or nothing, you know? But I've grown out of that. Now I do lean on people and I'm comfortable with people leaning on me whenever they have to. So that's, I think, my advice to my younger self. Those two most important advice. And if you're, you know, so if you're somehow a kid who's watching this, we age restrict our videos. But if you somehow <laughs> found a way to watch this, this is my two advice for you. Wow. But yeah. Thank you very much for watching. You really that opened episode. up, Ali. Yeah. yeah. I uh, did. I, I don't like it, but yee, here we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Thank you so much for watching another episode. Of yeah. Making sure if you guys enjoyed this episode half as much as we enjoyed filming it for you, like, subscribe, share. We Lorna, will leave a link to Lorna's social. Oh, what's yeah. Next for you, Lorna? What's the future oh, what's looking like for you, Lorna? Yeah. I've got a few yeah. things coming out. So if anybody wants to connect with me, uh, Instagram is my main platform. Um, my Instagram handle is my full name, at Lorna McKenna with an underscore. And if you want to check out the podcast, that is Making Mindset Matter. Right. Well, we'll leave a link to all of that in the description yeah. below. Yeah. This nice. Yeah, uh, where are your sound effects, Ali? Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, let's go. I, I kind of reformatted my PC and everything is gone. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. But other than that, peace. Drop the ball there. Happiness. You've been watching Ace for the show. Great podcast. See you later. Have a great day. Bye. Look, <laughs> do this.